You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 121. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It? My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And through this podcast and my coaching, I help you own your story, live fueled by faith, and elevate your impact in your career and in your calling. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or 121st time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. If you want to connect with me on social, I am at Tiff South, and that's Tiff with two Fs on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow the show's account at how does underscore she do it. And if you are on Instagram and if you are the kind of person who likes to post to your stories, take a screenshot of you listening to the episode and mention Tiff South or at how does underscore she do it. And I will reshare your post and in my stories. And I always look forward to doing that. It shows me that you're listening. It helps me show other people that you're listening. And it just makes me feel like I'm connected to you a little bit. So that's always a good time. If you are interested in joining the email list, you should text how does she do it as one word to 444-999. Again, text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and you will be able to join the email community. And now let's get right into this week's episode. We are squarely into November, and it is so November that we have been having temperatures that are below 30 degrees in Philadelphia. This is kind of crazy. Not happy about it. It actually snowed here the other day, and I'm not excited about it. But that's beside the point. The reason why us being in November is so significant is because it is time to begin preparing for what you want to see in 2020. So for the last few episodes, last week we talked about making excuses and, or not making excuses rather, and moving an expectation. And part of the process in doing that is not just thinking about the things that you did not do this year, but it's also being intentional about what you have done and thinking specifically about the things that you want to do going forward. So one of the tools that we are going to be using, and we're actually walking through it in significant detail in the How She Elevates podcast community is we are walking through, and I'm going to be sharing some tips from Michael Hyatt's book called Your Best Year Ever. So Michael Hyatt is a leadership development coach, I would say, and he has been in the podcasting space for a number of years. He used to be worked for a publisher years ago and kind of pivoted to helping leaders and business owners and just really everyday people increase their productivity in a non, in a very I don't know how to really describe his style, but it's one that I think works well for me because it's not preachy. It's just, it feels approachable, if that makes sense. So every year he does a five-day course that walks through a 
system that he's developed for systematically reviewing your goals and planning your goals. And out of that system came his book called Your Best Year Ever. And it really kind of summarizes that program in a book form and gives you a way for you to walk through that process on your own. I think it's a really great book. If you don't have it, then I highly recommend it. And so what I wanted to do today is just highlight high-level things from this system to kind of get you started. So I'll just give you a brief overview. The system that he talks about, and the reason why I'm sharing this, I guess I should say, is because this has now become the system that I use on a yearly basis. This will be my third year going through this process for myself in terms of outlining my goals, in terms of reviewing where I've been and thinking on a quarterly and yearly basis. And I also use the full focus planner. I guess I should say also that in me mentioning these tools, I am not an affiliate of Michael Hyatt. So I do not earn any additional income or anything by mentioning these products, but these are things that I use and I think they can be very helpful. So his full focus planner is a quarterly planner that walks you through about three months at a time. And then the best year ever is his kind of program that pairs nicely with that planner, which is part of the reason why I ended up going with both of them. So the book outlines five steps that walk you through the process that he has developed for reviewing your goals and then beginning to set them so that you can implement them going forward. The first step is believe the possibility. The second step is complete the past. Step three, design your future. Step four, find your why. And five, make it happen. And the book includes sample goal templates that I think are very helpful. So I just wanted to share a few high level points that I thought was is are really help from fr- helpful. <laughs> Let me learn to speak helpful from step one that can be great to get you started. What makes step one powerful, and this is something that I think we talk about just generally on the podcast, is really the importance of belief. And as believers, for lack of a better word, we know that faith is a key component in making sure that we have and that we access all the power that we have available to us in Christ. And the only way that faith works is by by belief and leaning and resting on that belief. So one of the things that Michael Hyatt goes through in the very first part of the book is really understanding and breaking down your mindset. And if you don't believe that something can happen, then that thing will likely not happen. So one of the things he talks about is your thinking habits. This is pairs also nicely with Atomic Habits by James Clear. But if your thinking habits are not great, then your actual action habits are probably not going to be that great either. So I'll read one sentence for you. Actually, two sentences. If our habits of thinking are beneficial, we tend to experience positive results such as happiness, personal satisfaction, even material success. If our habits of thinking are counterproductive, however, we often experience the opposite, unhappiness, dissatisfaction, and the nagging feeling that the deck is somehow stacked against us. So he goes on to talk a little bit about upgrading your beliefs, how your beliefs can shape your reality. And if you think about that truth as believers, how often in scripture are we 
encouraged to pay attention to our thoughts. We're talked, we're encouraged to renew our minds. We're encouraged to think about the power of Christ to think on certain things. If anything is good, if anything is pure, if anything is just right to think about things that are positive to elevate our, our focus of our thoughts so that our thoughts then impact and are, and reflect a different reality. And if you are focusing on negative thinking, if you're focusing on negative beliefs, then those negative beliefs will, will show up in your reality. This is something that I think non-believers in terms of their or let me go back. People who don't believe in Christ, when they talk about the power of affirmation, when they talk about the power of manifestation, when they talk about the quote unquote universe, who again, I'm not even going to get into that debate, but when they talk about those things, they are resting on a very foundational human principle that we see referenced and espoused in scripture. Your thoughts have power. Power of life and death are in the tongue, right? There are things in the tongue, what you say is a reflection of your thoughts or it should be a reflection of your thoughts. So in starting with this very basic principle of focusing and working through what your beliefs are, you will not get to goal execution, even goal setting, if your beliefs are funky. So in thinking about how you prepare yourself for setting your 2020 goals in even reviewing the things that you did or did not accomplish in 2019, you have to rid yourself of what they call stinking thinking. You have to think about, think about your thinking, so to speak. And are you perpetuating negative thoughts? Are you perpetuating beliefs that this is an insurmountable goal that I want to set? Are you working, are you trying to push a boulder uphill by trying to accomplish something that your belief system, that the thoughts that you, that you have does do not support? Do your thoughts support the goals that you have? It's actually a great question. Do, does your thought life support the goals that you have? And if your thought life does not support the goals that you have, what adjustments do you need to make in order to bring that support to fruition? It sounds, it is work. Let me not say it sounds like work. It is work because something that I, I've actually been reading Joyce Meyer's book, Battlefield of the Mind. I bought this book years ago and I avoided reading it for a while because I almost, I was, I was a little arrogant. I was like, you know, I don't really have those issues. <laughs> and then the last two weeks have turned out to be a little bit of a, a battlefield in my mind, so to speak, about my own thoughts, about my own beliefs, about some struggles that I'm having just in trying to, to bring myself to move myself forward. And so I started reading this book a couple months ago and I've been picking it up on and off, but this week I spent a little bit more time in it. And one of the things that she talks about is the importance of acknowledging that you have to do this work daily. And you have to renew your mind every day. Salvation happens when you accept Jesus Christ as your savior. But renewing your mind, which is talked about in Romans 12 too, that is a daily, everyday endeavor. 
dying to your flesh, resisting the temptation, resisting negative thinking, putting on the armor of God, thinking about the fact that you're that the power of life and death are in your tongue. All of those things are daily, daily efforts. And if you examine your own life, because I saw this, I see this happen. Let me say I saw this. I see this happen in my own life. When I take my eyes off of the prize of Christ, when I take my eyes off of being intentional about really staying in the word and being intentional about my prayer and being intentional about my devotions, being intentional about reflecting on the word multiple times throughout the day, I see my life shift. And that is just a reflection of what it means to be human. Sometimes as believers in Christ, we put an unreasonable expectation on ourselves that by believing in Christ, we are not going to encounter negative emotions. By believing in Christ, we are not going to have struggles in terms of what our, what our mental capacity or what our mental state will be like. That is absolutely not true. And scripture backs that, right? Because we see Paul is talk, Paul constantly talks about the, the work that he does to, to focus on being like Christ. So taking himself almost outside of his own mind and focusing on the object of our faith such that we can push through, such that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Because in that, even in that passage, which is is escaping me the, the reference right now, Paul is not talking about having prosperity in the in the kind of colloquial and and success era conversation, but he's talking about, I can learn to be content when I have a little, I can learn to, to push through in negative circumstances because we have Christ. And in, in terms of thinking about goal setting, I mentioned this in the last two episodes, goal setting is not just about the, the stuff and the, and the technique of the process, but it really is a, a powerful emotional and mental exercise that when you take it seriously can yield some really amazing results, but you have to be willing to acknowledge where your thinking could be detrimental, detrimental to you. And how can you push through to bring that work and do that work in a way that makes you more likely to set yourself up for success. And like I mentioned, I, I'm not going to go all the way through every detail of, of you know, the, the best year ever. But what I think is is great about this book is that it's it's a little, you know, there are some aspects of the things it's like you things that you read before. It's not a lot of it is not novel, but just because it's not novel doesn't mean it's not helpful. So what I like about it is just being reminded that we have to have, for example, a compelling reason to push forward, to want to do the things that we say that we want to do. There's a, a process of talking about, you know, scarcity thinking versus abundant thinking. You can also parallel that to fixed mindset versus growth mindset. You can, you know, there's things talking about, you know, what it means to address certain types of limited limiting beliefs. So if you are interested in really being intentional about your goal setting process, then walk through this book with us as we walk through the rest of this year. And, you know, you can get it on Audible. I think having it in paper copy because I listened to it on Audible and I also had it in hard copy. And I think it's just better to be able to to see the action plan, to be able to look at the templates that he has laid out here that it that are very, very helpful. So I just want to wrap up this episode by saying thank you for listening. If you have not signed up for the qualified and confident plot and plan your next career move workshop. 
you can go to bit.ly slash FCQC workshop. That's FCQC workshop as in four corners, qualified, confident workshop. And you can sign up there. Space is limited. So make sure that you join us. That will be taking place on Saturday, November 23rd. And I'm look forward, looking forward to that. I am looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. If you have not had an opportunity to leave a five-star rating and review in the Apple podcast app, then I encourage you to do so. It is greatly appreciated. I always appreciate getting more ratings and reviews from you all. And I thank you for joining me again for episode 121 of How Does She Do It? Look at that, y'all. We out here doing numbers and that is because of you. So I greatly appreciate your shares. I greatly appreciate your messages that I've been getting on Instagram. Feel free to reach out to me in the way that is best for you. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.